Front Porch Radio presents Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. I was standing by my window on one cold and cloudy day when I saw that hers come rolling or to carry my mother away Will the circle be unbroken? Welcome in to today's episode of Circle Unbroken. As previously stated, I'm your host, Taft Ayers, joined in by my man, Coach Mike. How are you today, sir? I'm doing fantastic. That's what I like to hear. We're coming off of a holiday weekend. Was it good to you? Pretty good. Good. Uh, Actually, I'm I'm kind of playing home alone right now. My wife's on a big trip with her sister. I forgot and, about uh, that. So I, I I got to do something I haven't done probably in decades. I just sat in a recliner and watched football game <laughs> after football game after football game. <laughs> you watched them all day long, what? and uh, didn't get and didn't get the sideways look like okay, I've had enough. Yes, right, <laughs> we're done with this. We had a men's fellowship recently, and they they had these things as for men's ministry, and you could you could there were different categories of things that you wanted to do, and it was hunting, fishing cars like and it, it, there were columns and they were encouraging you to sign up and you'd break out in pods and small groups throughout the year and then they had a category that said other coach and you could write whatever you want to and so i just went over there and put watch football all day and dude started signing up and i said listen listen your wife will let you if you do it together it's men's ministry <laughs> like people are from yeah, the church it's uh, and, and quite frankly it's a good thing when she's there to kind sure. of keep me balanced because i will get sucked into that oh yeah and every so often she'll kind of look at me and say hey you know there, there's other things to do around here you know and, and sure enough it, it'll be something something will be good right uh just you know <laughs> but occasionally i just like to give in to my indulgences and uh and that's the worst thing you do, bro. Well, that's yeah. The worst thing. We, we had we had a deacon at a church. He was one of the coolest dudes. His name was Ike Bell. I mean, just cool, just a mm-hmm. cool. It sounds like a running back, right? Uh, but Ike was Ike was so fun. He was so nice, and I I knew his daughters. I, I ministered them. Uh, Ike and Naomi. They they were just they were a cool family. Well, the daughters, I was talking one day to this group of teenagers. I was talking to them about spiritual disciplines, spiritual practices, things that you do in order to grow and get closer to your creator. And I said, think about people that you know that have done it in a creative way. They've maximized their time. They've done whatever. And, you know, I I asked the kids, and sometimes you ask a, a group of teenagers, hey, tell me something you've seen, and it's like dead air. I mean, it's just silent. They'll talk about everything else, but an open-ended question. You know how that mm-hmm. goes. And these girls, they were twins. They were Ike's daughters. Aisha and Alicia. Those oh, man. Were, those were his twins. Not only are they hard to tell apart, they're hard to say uh-huh. apart. <laughs> uh-huh. I think they called Alicia Lily. They did something different. Okay. But here's what's funny. They said, well, let me tell you what my dad does. Well, I knew Ike. I knew he had a military background. I also knew he was a football guy, so very regimented. And they said he loves sitting in his recliner one day a week and watching football. And I said, okay. Like that, I don't know how this is a spiritual discipline, but okay. And they said, he has his Bible next to the recliner. And every commercial break, 
he mutes it and he reads his Bible. And they said, Daddy. And he goes, look, it's the only way I can justify sitting here all day long. And he said, and plus, I read hours of Bible by the time the day's over. And I thought, is Ike a genius? <laughs> like, like, is he a modern-day genius? Now, I, I won't tell you I've done that with the Bible because I'm not on the spiritual level of Ike. But I have done this. Next commercial, I'm taking the trash out. Next commercial, oh, yeah. that, that, I'm yeah. doing this. And, dude, let me tell you something. Sometimes there's a good game that I don't fully care about, and I will do loads of folded laundry. And my wife is like, you just stay right here. Yeah, I'm going to give you whatever you need, and you just keep <laughs> plowing through the laundry. And uh, As long as you can amazing. see the TV from Correct. where you're standing. Correct. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I get the clothes in the right pile, and I watch the game. Yeah. No, I can't do it if it's my team playing. Oh, no. I'm throwing yeah. laundry. I'd probably be mixing up guys and girls' clothes, screaming, probably wiping sweat. I mean, it'd be bad. Well, for for years, I would watch, you know, again, I'm, I'm a, I was a coach by career. Yeah. And so if I had two decent teams even, I could watch – I could watch – and be interested in it because I was looking more at the, some, some of the tech. Sure. What were the linemen doing? What are the backs doing? Yeah. How's, the, how's they doing this? And, you know, what strategies are they using? And, and that was how I would stay entertained with a, with a game that I didn't really wasn't vested in. Right. And, of course, my, my, my dear wife was kind of like, if, if she doesn't really know the team, she really has no interest in yeah. it. And, and uh, which is, is fair. And uh, so – that's where I said, you know, occasionally, and and we've got the sight lines in my house are kind of are, right. are kind of you know where I can do things like you're talking about every so often and, and do that, and it's kind of like as long as, as as long as I'm getting my part of the chores done, <laughs> you know, she's she's patient, she's I can she's, do a, this. she's an angel, she's patient right. about it, right. and, and we'll put up with it. Uh, but and and what's even nice is the, the teams that I'm vested in. She has. Uh, she's become vested in them. Cares and, about and, them. Yeah, cares about her. She gets to know them. She can speak, you know, in, uh, informed, yeah. you know, with me about it and talk with me about it informed in an informed fashion. So uh, it, it, it's kind of nice. And like I said, she keeps me, she keeps me balanced, you know, where <laughs> I don't get sucked into that deep hole of just, you know, again, game after game after game after game because it's really it's easy, easy for me to do. It's easy. I, I watch a game start to trail down. And one of my four kids will say, what's next? They want to know who the next team the is. Next, yeah. uh, and then the other day we were watching some games. And my son, if you're in the top 25, he cares about you. Well, my wife comes in and goes, we're still on this game. And most people would hear that and go, oh, football's over. Not my wife. She goes, put an SEC team on. Yeah, like put, she was ready for put the, a real team. Yeah, on she here. was ready for the next one. Yeah, uh, she, I don't. She's like, I don't care about the nineteenth rank, you know, whatever. Now, what drives my my wife crazy is the fact that I'll I'll figure out which two channels there's games going on simultaneously, and I'll you know every time the commercial goes, I'll click you know, yeah. move it over, move it over. Uh, our new TV or our newer TV, the the changeover isn't quite as seamless. Yeah, and so right. it's it's more of a hassle that I don't do that as much as I used to. Used to when it was just a real seamless switch. It was just right. click, click, yep, click. Yep, yeah, hit that back button. <laughs> yep. Or do uh, it. And yeah. uh, she was like, you're driving me nuts. I can't keep up with which team's doing what and who's playing. Yeah. <laughs> I had a buddy call me over one time, and he said, hey, man, I'd love for you to come over and watch College Football Saturday. And I said, well, dude, I don't do that a lot because my family really likes football. Like, we watch it together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know some guys, they need to leave and go, and mm-hmm. that's cool, too. And he goes, man, please, come on. And I go, well, dude, here's my issue. 
my team is playing at the same time as your team. And he goes, but they're not playing each other. You know what he said? <laughs> I have three TVs. I said, hold on, time out. What? And he goes, every Saturday for 12 weeks, she lets me bring in all the TVs. So I have three in this room. And I said, look at you, man. Your house isn't so bad. And so that, that made that, me laugh. That would, that would cause problems in my house. Oh, yeah. I, that's number one. I couldn't watch. I, I'd, I'd be trying to watch all three of them at yeah, once. And that would, yeah. Well, and, and then the argument could be made on the other side of if we have three televisions and if we're blessed to have three TVs. Yeah. I can watch something on there that's not football, football. and you can, yeah, there we go. You can be, you're well, dominating. At least one of the TVs yeah, is dedicated you're, to something You're dominating else. all of those. Yeah. I've, I've noticed this change too, coach. My oldest son is, he's on the high school football team. He, he wasn't going to play this year. He had an injury that was lagging from baseball, basketball, but because he was sidelined, he he spoke with the high school coach. The high school coach was incredible to him and said, hey, man, he's traditionally always played quarterback. And he said, we would love for you to come out. I mean, you're not released to play. You're not going to be a threat to anybody. You're a freshman. We'd love for you to come out and basically just watch and learn kind of thing. Well, he jumped on it. He was excited to be part of the team. Um Got his jersey, got his number. Now, I will say this. The school wasted no time in hitting our account with the player package fee. But that, that's not why they did it. That's not why they did it. And so so he's out there. And as he's playing, now granted, he's a freshman, 14, be 15 next month, body changing, body growing, super smart kid. And he's taking everything in. He now holds an iPad spots different things does does whatever they they want him to and so he's the definition of a backup, backup. quarterback yeah, he's the def- and yeah. he what's crazy he's always been a football brain but now you know what i'm watching him do i'm watching him watch games with me differently he'll spot a coverage he'll see this and he'll be like i'm getting excited he'll once go, you go there uh-huh. it's very very difficult to come away from that. yeah i mean I, again that's, that's what that's what I meant is I could watch a game mm-hmm. that I really don't have any vested emotional right. investment in it and still enjoy it. Cause I'm, I'm still, you know, even now that I'm quote unquote retired from yeah. coaching, I still keep my fingers in it somewhere. I still watch a game that way. Right. And, and especially when we've got, you got two decent teams, two good teams. Um, now I've, I've got to where it's, if, if you got, two teams that aren't playing very well right. it, it becomes hard yeah and like no 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 don't do that no oh gosh you know, you know why are you doing that we're you talking know? about assignments and beautiful schemes or, or ugly schemes or this assignments. Is, oh man somebody really yeah. blew that one <laughs> right well he was he was into it this past weekend and then we had family uh that stopped by from out of town they've been camping and, the, and they came in and a lot of the different talk was about how he's growing up how He's changing, and and it led into a conversation about family dynamics. We started talking about you know when when this brother, this sister, this mom, this dad does this, there's change. Well, I got to talking with one of my family members, and we started talking about specific counseling uh, that somebody was receiving, and they they were receiving specific counseling for for a certain issue. And I have always now there will be counselors or medical professionals that will hear this and they will say, Oh, Taft is a archaic. He's a jerk. He's a, you know, narrow minded person. But a lot of people that I know over the years have gone and received counseling. They've gone and gotten counseling as almost that last resort, not the first one. 
They've gone not when there's a sign or a need, but they've gone at the very end when they're hanging on by the end of the rope. And for a while, I got jaded, Coach. I started saying and doing things when people would go to counseling where they would go to counseling and I would do this. Oh, of course. You're going to counseling now because you've got X, Y, and Z. And then I would do like the Chris Farley air quotes problem. And then it almost became, in my estimation, a crutch. And let me tell you something. It was ugly. It was nasty of me, the way I would talk about professional counseling. The reason it's also ugly and nasty of me is I have friends, close friends, that are wonderful professional counselors. But remember Noto that we had on the show a while back from Bono? Mm -hmm. Um, I went and preached at their church, went out to eat with him afterwards, started talking about counseling a little. And I confessed to him a way that I felt before. He said, man, that's common. It's common for people to feel a certain way um, about this. And so I was really working through with a family member yesterday something, and we were talking about counseling. And they told me that they now started to see an older counselor. They, they had seen somebody who was about 10 years older than them. Now they're seeing somebody that's 30 years older than them. And the family member told me this. And I'm not breaching any confidentiality. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, it triggers something in my brain. They said, you know what? Going to see somebody who's that much older than you, they've lived a lot of life. They're still healthy and vibrant, but they've lived a lot of life. She said, they tell me things that are just sobering. They will say things to me. That they will just rock your world. And I said, okay, look, as a guy that doesn't go to a lot of counseling, I've, I perform a lot. I, I conduct it, you know, on a certain level, uh, as we've talked about mm-hmm. before, premarital or if somebody needs some career development or whatever. Um, I said, give me a for instance. And this family member had no idea they were giving me my show nugget for today. Um, <laughs> no, no idea. I had other plans to talk about today, but this, this was something that just sat on my heart all night long thought about it this morning when I was listening to three dudes with a view. It's, it's this, they told them, they said, Hey, did you do X, Y, or Z? This is what you're supposed to do for your treatment. And the response of the person seeking counseling back to the counselor was this. I didn't have time. I didn't have time to get it done. I I didn't, I, I wasn't able to execute that homework you gave me. And then my family member apologized to the counselor. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't get it done. And the counselor, the 70-year-old counselor, responded to them and said this, Hey, hey, listen to the words, pay attention to the actions. And they told me, they said, it rocked me. It rocked me because listen to the words, oh, I'm going to do this. Listen to the words, oh, it, it matters to me. Pay attention to the actions. There's a whole huge statement in this that we're going to use on Circle and Broken today. A, to talk about my lead-in story of my kids, right? B, we're going to talk about it in every different prong that Circle and Broken touches. We talk about faith, business, and community. Because a lot of times what we have is boatloads of words, and I love words, Coach. I'm a, I'm a wordsmith. I love to talk. Hey, you're talking to an old yeah. English teacher. Yes. So. <laughs> if, you, if you gave me a hundred times the, the, the love languages test, every time for me, it's going to be words of affirmation. Like, Coach, we can sit around and do nothing and just be nice to me. If you're nice to me, I love it. I'm like, let's be kind. Like, let's, let's just be, be cool, be kind. Um, my wife is different. You don't have to tell her anything nice. Just 
acts of service. Just, just do, do stuff. Just do yeah. it, yeah. And, and so when I look at this, it really hit me because what I thought was, you know what? This was a really hard statement for the counselor to tell this person. But then I got to thinking, you know what? Man, there's people in my life that would say that about me. Um, there are instances that I've looked at, and if I really used that mantra, you know, listen to the words, right? If somebody says something, listen. Listen to what they're saying, but pay attention to the actions. That's where you will see if something is, is big. I guess the title for today's could be Actions Speak Louder Than Words, right? But the idea is there are so many people that will tell you things, but it's a whole other world when you get to see things in action. I can tell my kids that they matter to me, but then seeing it in action Seeing the love, seeing the protection, seeing the care, that's a, that's a whole, whole other level. Um, I preached at a church this weekend, Coach, local church. Um, we helped them boost their numbers. It was fun. Um, it was a rural setting. It was different. My youngest son, no, no, excuse me. I got too many of them. My <laughs> next youngest son said to me afterwards, he said, Dad, a lot of the families that are here want to go eat. And I said, okay, let's let's go eat. We'll do it. And then I asked this question. I said, now remember, we've got practice coming up. We've got a practice coming up later. And so we got to the restaurant. He had a baseball practice. We got to the restaurant, and they told us how long the wait was going to be. And we had lots of families. And I knew, I'm not finishing this meal. I'm going to leave with him. And so my wife goes, hey, I've got a plan. You can take him to my dad my dad will take him to practice because we coach together and she said then you come back and eat and so she she was being cool well so i had to put my son in the car i put him in the car and i tell him i said hey man let's go and he looks at me and says dad that's my eight-year-old all i wanted was a steak that's all i wanted here was a steak and i'm not gonna get it and i told him like most parents do hey buddy that's fine i'll grill you one tonight and we jump in the car we're quiet we're driving down the road and all I'm thinking about is how quick I can get back to my friends, get my son situated mm-hmm. and get back. He goes, Dad, you ready for this, Coach? What kind of promise is that? I said, what? Is it the kind of promise where you're going to do it? Or, and here's where he gut-checked me, Coach. Or is it the one about my drone, my YouTube channel, my airheads, the $5? And I was like, I said, Coleman, let me teach you about the Bible. In 1 Corinthians, it says, love keeps no record of wrongs. And then he can hit me back. Dad, the Bible also says, fathers don't exasperate your children. children. And so it's one of those moments here where I was like, dude, dude. So so we're going to go into break here, and I'm going to tell you this, Coach. I grilled up a fat steak that (laughs) night for him. I made my special sauce for marinade for him. I did all I could. And this is where we want to go today. We want to talk about the fact that you can say something. You can say that something is important. You can say that something is of value. But I want to set this phrase on your heart and plant this phrase in your life today. Listen to the words. You'll learn something. But you'll really have a master class when you pay attention to the actions. What are people doing as opposed to what they're merely saying? When we come back after the break, we're going to talk about this in the way that it applies to faith, business, and community here on Circle Unbroken. We're glad you're with us today.
Kiwanis Club member Suzanne Ganser. The Kiwanis Club and Main Street Columbia are partnering to put on a fall fest with a chili cook-off downtown Saturday, September 30th from 3 to 7 o'clock. Come enjoy the music, taste the chili, and enter the cook-off. Proceeds raised by the Kiwanis go to local kids' charities. For more information or to enter the cook-off, go to the Columbia Kiwanis Facebook page. Come to enjoy the food and music at this family-friendly event. We hope to see you there. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. 
Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Good day, good day. We hope this finds you doing great here on Circle and Broken. I read some emails sometimes that say that. They're like, greetings, Taft. Hope this finds you doing well. Could I have X, Y, and Z? I'm, I'm like, 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 my first thing is, what do you want? Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, I'm not doing so good. Or I am doing great. Well, how are you fixing to ruin it? You know, what are you going to do with your next line? But I don't know any other way that they could intro it, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, they start doing that, and I'll, I'll – Every so often, I'll throw him a curveball. You know, I was doing fine until now. Right, right. <laughs> what do I need? What, what, what's the problem? You know, well, it depends well, on what you ask me. Right. What What shall I buckle up for? Yeah, that's that's kind of the uh, the mentality here, man. Well, today, Coach, uh, we're going to educate everybody, bring them back up to speed. We are talking about the idea of you hear people say one thing. And then sometimes their actions may or may not match it. And I was sharing with somebody who told me about a counselor that they go to. This is a family member. Told me this over the holiday weekend. And they said, I love this counselor. This counselor is a lot older than me. And they will just tell me things. I mean, just it's not a it's not a padded kind of conversation. It's a boom. Hey, here's what you need to know. And they shared with me two phrases that have been said to them recently. And one of them from the counselor was this. It was, okay, okay, uh, listen to the words, pay attention to the actions. And it was, you can really see people's priorities at this point. And then another phrase that they told me, which is not our show topic for today, but it's free advice for people. They said, you can spend a lot of time talking about how you got into the ditch. And they used another word there. And they said, or you can spend your time talking about how you're going to get out of the ditch. And it, it was a very interesting counseling approach saying that. They use another word that uh, is equivalent to donkey uh, in that, talking about how you're stranded and how you're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's not a bad word per se. I just don't want to say it. So here we are, Coach. We are looking today at this idea of listening to words, pay attention to actions. Now, argument could be made that that's the same thing, listening and paying attention. All right. But we really start to think about it and we know what the phrase means. Hear the words. Hear what somebody's saying. Pay attention to actions. First place I want to talk about that, as we always do on Circle and Broken, is in the faith circle or the faith component, the faith piece of the circle. Coach, there have been a lot of words spewed out in the name of religion and in the name of church spiritual, you know, spiritual orations, the words that that people put out there. And you know what I think? I think, Coach, that church talk, that's how I'm going to phrase it today, I think church talk is precious, and I think it's beautiful. Some of my favorite words and phrases come from religious people. You know what I'm talking about? They're religious Mm -hmm. phrases 
that only church folks or spiritual people know or use. And, and I think they're pretty. Um, I think they're, they're good. When I hear somebody sh- put a string of words together about redemption, when I hear them put a string of words together about conviction, when I hear people talk a lot about evangelizing, what it means to tell people good news, I mean, those, are, those are fun things for me to talk about. They're fun things for me to read. There are some people that pray, and when they pray in a public setting, there's, there's a man I knew at a church I served south of Atlanta. This man's name was Gene. And when Gene would get up to pray... Gene would get up to pray, and he could not pray without crying. Now, there were some men, this drove them crazy. It drove them crazy because here comes crying Gene again, yeah. right? He's, he's coming up here to cry every time. Oh, he's going to turn it on. What can he find to, to cry about today? And, and I, I get that as somebody who can be a skeptic sometimes. But, Coach, when he would get up to pray, it, it was clear that he was at the foot of the Lord that he was right there and his words were something that you wanted to listen to. But then I went out and did real life with Gene. I went different places with Gene and I've listened to his words, but I paid attention to his actions and he was one of the most giving bleeding heart, like, Everything he was doing and talking to the Lord is something that he was receiving and then putting out in his life. And you know what? He could cry all day. He could, he could do whatever he wanted to. I was I never say, he was consistent. Yeah, yes. his, his his actions matched his words. I, mm-hmm. you know, some of my experience. I've I've, I've known a couple people like that and, and stuff. Unfortunately. My my experience has been mm-hmm. kind of on the other end I of know the world, it. and and that's where a lot of people see. You know, I was. Uh, for a college, high school, college, right out of college and stuff, my, one of my summer jobs was being an umpire. Right. And I did both baseball and softball, you know, slow pitch softball and stuff like that. I got to the point where I had to tell my umpire supervisor, do not put me in a church league. Because uh, of how they were going to be. Because it was amazing. Right. It was amazing to, especially if it was involved a congregation that I had regular contact sure. with it was amazing to see the difference of right. people in the church lobby in front of the church building oh, yeah. you know, in front of the church and stuff like that and then to see them on a softball field right and oh, to yeah. see the antics to see the the the, the stuff that went on and, and stuff like that and i got i i had to step away from it literally had to step away from it because of that and i'm and i'm afraid that's what a lot of the i'm gonna say the outside world yeah no i'm with you is sees that they they right. go, they go in and they do pay maybe they came in for an Easter service so they come in you know service and they see all this oh yeah yeah this is nice and then then, then they go play softball with them right oh my goodness is this yeah. the same guy right right you know and, and not that they not that it's blatant where they're you know they're cursing or something like that but it's just uh you know it, to, I guess to 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 oversimplify it you'd have this uh sermon on taking care of your neighbor you know being being friendly to your neighbor being con you know being take care of your neighbor and then go watch the guy same guy go out and he takes a hard slide into second base trying to take out a double right. play 
and literally slides out of the baseline or something to do it. Right. You know, doesn't, you know, I, I'm a coach. I'm a ball player. I'm a competitor. Right. Right. No problem with being people being competitive. No problem at all. In fact, you know, uh, but to push, you know, right. Especially in a rec league type right. setting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was eye opening a couple of times and I got to the point where I had to, you know, when I'd listened to this guy and on Sunday morning, it, it kind of affected the way I'd heard him. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and cause you were paying and, attention and, to the actions. Yeah. I, you know, especially when I'd see the guy, you know, the next, you know, Tuesday night or Thursday night, whenever the ball game was and, and, uh, it, it just made it hard at times. Uh, right. and I wish people would, would kind of pay attention to that. It doesn't necessarily have to be a preacher or an elder or something like that. Just your, your everyday member. Right. Right. People are watching and, and please understand the young people are really They're watching. They're super watching. They are really watching. That's something as a coach, I've tried to keep in the forefront of my head is, you know, I better live what I say. Sure. Sure. Because, uh, the kid, my, my players, my students as a teacher, my players as a coach are watching my moves. Right. And if I don't live up to what I'm demanding from them, then they're going to like, well, why should I do this? Right. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, you know that that's 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 really tough. Yeah, I've I've told one of the illustrations I use is is that as an athlete or as a as a church leader, sure. But I, I use it in the context of an athlete. You live in a fishbowl. Oh yeah, Are you kidding me? And when you you know, and I would hold up a golf ball. I'd use a golf ball in a literal fishbowl with water in it. And I'd hold up a golf ball and say, "Okay, tell me where all the nicks and cuts are on this thing." I'd get an old used one. You know, kids. You know, they're sitting back here in the room. <laughs> they're like, eh, "Yeah, well, okay." I said, "Here." drop it in there and all of a sudden that ball looks like a baseball right and i said now everything are you know can you see this can you see this yeah you know i'd sometimes i'd mark it on purpose just can you see this now yeah i'll pull it back out is that ball any different right no right but when you're in that fishbowl yep it everything's magnified it's magnified but that's a good point and when you are a public figure when you're a church figure when you're in the church you're in a fishbowl, guys. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. Sure. Uh, you know, may not be right all right. the time, but that's the reality. And you can and you can flip through your Bible and you can find out uh, different churches call these guys different things. Uh, elder, pastor, whatever. There's a list of qualifications. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, member, you know, just yeah. a member. Right. Well, if you start to read those leadership qualifications for elders and deacons, Anybody worth their salt who teaches a lesson on that afterwards will say this. Yeah, this is a this is a thing here for this, but it's also a list for just Christians. Like in general, if you start to look at those things, there are things that we'll call qualifications for leadership, but there are things that you want to just exemplify, period. And it talks about your standing, your standing in the community. It talks about how people see you, you know, that you're not – quick to anger you know did that you treat people with with good respect that you're of good rapport depending on the translation that you look mm-hmm. at and what that means and dude this happens for me coaching every element of my life there are people that know me and love me but then have had to coach against me 
they've had a coach against me in the league or whatever, and they're like, man, I love him, except for he was a jerk for like 45 minutes because of <laughs> X, Y, or Z. And I can tell you this great, beautiful explanation that I have, the, oh, here's what really happened. Well, here's what really happened. Somebody saw me, and somebody has listened to my words, and they've liked my sermon before, but they paid attention to my actions. You know, that they looked, mm-hmm. and they saw me, and they went, hold up. Hold up a minute. So we've got to be fair yeah. when we when we look at that. And, and you know, I've as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. I've had to learn to, um, I guess, forgive the gap. Sure, sure. And understand that the gap happens. And it happens in my life. Right. You know, I haven't always lived up to the demands I've put on my students or my kids and, and, and stuff. And, um. You know, like you said with, with with your you know with your son, it mm-hmm. was wow. <laughs> right now I gotta, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. now I gotta put up or <laughs> I, gotta, I, I gotta live up to this. Right, or, right. And, and that's that's one of the things is, uh, as a leader, you do need to live your rules. Mm. As a follower, uh, you know. I I was given a phrase that it's 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 a similar idea but it was a little different wording on it and stuff and, you know I was told one of the one of the best things I was ever told is listen with your eyes open. Right. Listen to what they're saying and 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 pay attention to what's being said and you know instruct but also watch. Yes. Yeah. Keep your eyes open. Yeah. And, oh, and, you got and, to. and realize what you're seeing. Yeah, well and, and it happens. It happens everywhere. People are going to see. People are going to wonder. People are going to, to look and, and make their evaluations as far as that goes. And any good church will tell people, Hey, you're fixing to go out into the world. You're fixing to leave these doors. You're fixing to go places. And it's all it goes all the way down to the little songs we teach kids. Careful little eyes, what you see. Careful little ears, what you hear. Careful little hands. You know, all the different things. Feet where you go, hands what you do. The whole deal. Saying what you do matters because people are watching. People are looking. And when you're on the receiving end of that, pay Mm -hmm. attention. Yeah. Don't just take words, you know. uh, And, again, that's kind of made me, I'll I'll be honest with you, it's kind of made me jaded to politicians. Sure, sure. You know, I you know they'll make all these promises and like you can't. There's no way you can do this. Right? Yeah. You Why listen. are you promising this? You listen to yeah. what they say. And, Ooh, and, okay. This is a talking and I know point. enough about the system. <laughs> right. That says you no. Know, you can't do this. Yeah. Like you're saying, you're you going will to do not this. be this able will not to happen. pull that off. Now you might be able to influence it a right, certain way. Right. Right. Well, but no, you're not going to come up and do this. And um, so you know, I, I'm kind of like just. Be real about this. Yeah. I want to try to do this. I want to try to affect this. Right. Don't right. say I'm going to do this because you don't have that much control of the situation. Mm-hmm. We're not in a dictatorship. And we don't learn our lessons because think about the school election where somebody yeah. told you, vote for me for class president. I'll have ice cream every day. And everybody's like, oh, yeah. I blah, will blah, extend blah. recess by yeah. five minutes every right. day. And then somebody over here is doing this. You don't have the power to, to do, do that. that. Yeah. And then we don't learn a lesson because when it's time to vote, we're like, oh, this is the great hope, and yeah. this is the great Savior, and this is this. And you listen to their words, but when you pay attention to their actions, you can find yourself disappointed. It can be sobering. And it can also be something where if you do this with yourself, you'll learn, hey, here's what matters to me, and here's what's Be careful valuable. of what you say. Mm-hmm. You know, Super learn to live careful. within your own words. Right. 
Right. It's important for us. We hope you come back after the break where we are going to dive into this a little bit more. Thinking about this. Look and listen to what people say, but pay really close attention to those actions. We'll be back on Circle Unbroken. Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. 
You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. Call Prochowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. back here on circle unbroken today we've really been getting into it and when when i say getting into it what i mean is we have been spending some quality time talking about the concept of what happens when you listen to the words that somebody speaks but you pay close attention to their actions i'm your host taft Ayers. welcome back by my man open mic welcome back sir glad to be here <laughs> it's a beautiful day it's a good day coming off of a holiday where everybody got to do a little more my kids are out of school today again yeah uh, i keep I, I was noticing that I, out on the calendar i think uh, i think the public schools are doing the same, same thing, thing? That uh, they have, they had the long holiday weekend, the Monday off, and then they have in service. Yep. For the, the teachers don't have the day off, right? But the, uh, but the kids have the day that's off. That's the same and, jam. Uh, yep. So, uh, you know, that's you know, one one more day to mom and dad trying to right. make sure they. They learn to appreciate what the teacher does every day. <laughs> it's extended for everybody. That was one of the funniest quickie. things I ever heard was when the pandemic hit and the kids were first sent home on a permanent basis for right, for a while right. and, and all the comments you read online how do teachers do this you know right yeah, <laughs> my, yeah. my kids are driving me nuts right, you know right. and i was kind of like every teacher every teacher i had uh was kind of welcome to my right, world right same vibe And so all the teachers, when this happens, everybody's looking and saying, hey, this is really tough when you come onto the inside. Yeah, and it's, you know, we, we kind of laughed and, you know, oh, teachers, you know, anybody can be a teacher. And now mom and dad were figuring out, no, 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 you know, I've only got two or three kids and they're driving me nuts. I said, yeah, try it with 25. Right. 
you know, and, and and then you expect me to do this and this and that. Right. now you see why yeah why we have the situations we have sometimes and or why we do some of the things right. we do. You know, I've had parents. Why in the world do you do it that? You know, wouldn't it be easier? Yeah, yeah. It might be easier if I had two kids. How could you handle this if, herd? If I was doing, you know, <laughs> with twenty five or thirty kids, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And, and um, that's exactly but, uh, right. And again, that's that, that comes back to the, you know, what we do mm-hmm. versus what we say. Well, uh, and. and listening that way right. that, that's i think that's the the other thing is you know we we talk about in leadership and everybody gets pounded not pounded but you know you, you get preached at it as leadership be the follower sometimes okay as the follower i need to listen to my leaders right right with my eyes open mm-hmm. and, and how far do i follow this guy how far do i trust him or this girl or, you know or you know how far do i trust him with the decisions that are going to be made based on what they say. And everybody knows, speaking of kids, and same thing as constituents, same thing as employees, same thing as congregants, you know, fill in the the blank. All these people are better than you think at paying attention. They're they're better than you give them credit for at watching, listening, absorbing the things that you're doing here or there. Matthew chapter 18. I don't know how many of our listeners are, are immediately familiar with it or not, but in Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 through 35, there's an old parable. It's a parable Jesus teaches, and he talks about it, and it's been called several things. You may know it as the unforgiving or the unmerciful servant. The quick story is this. A man owes a bunch of money that he, the Bible says he's never going to be able to repay, and his master calls in all of his debts. And when he calls in all of his debts, this is one that he calls in. When he calls this in, the man is not able to repay it. He knows that. He starts begging, starts begging, please have mercy on me. I'll pay you back. Um, The man, because the rule was you're supposed to, A, go to jail. B, your wife and children and all that you own be sold. And so he just begs and begs and begs. And the man takes pity on him cancels the debt, and lets him go. If that's the end of the story, you're like, this is great. This is the gospel. I mean, gospel 101. Mm -hmm. We all know we go to church. We all know we go to work. We all know we're part of the community. And you have these great things that are done for you. These great things are done for you. And now, whether or not it's church, business, or community, how are you going to be reciprocal? How are you going to be in your daily life? What happens in this story is the man then goes, finds another fellow servant who owes him. Now, people, different people have said 16, 17 bucks. Uh, I heard a guy say one time, if you are getting out your calculator, you've missed the point. He owes him pocket change. And the Greek literally says that this man who had an opportunity to do the same thing, instead, the Greek says, goes at his throat, <laughs> starts choking his fellow servant, not even thinking about what had been done for him, but goes out and he does this. And there's, uh, you go. the story goes on to say that the the master hears about it, gets furious, uh, 
throws him. I mean, he gets in trouble after everything. And in verse 35, it says, this is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother from your heart. Basically saying, if you receive something big, go out and, and be awesome to other people. I mean, that's the Taft version. Well, be, be willing to do exactly what you're asking yes. God to do for you. And there's a part in the <laughs> middle of this that says... His when this happens, because you always you always talk about how the master find out. There's a part in the middle that says this: when his fellow servants saw this, they were greatly distressed and went and told the master everything that had been done. We need to hear this. the 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 linchpin, the the swing in this illustration is this: people are watching. It says when the fellow servants saw this, it says they were greatly distressed. They were tore up about it because here's what they were saying. We're paying attention to the actions. This doesn't match. We're, yeah. we're paying attention to that. This this doesn't line up, and, and they knew it. Coach, I know you've seen it in – I'm not picking on our mm-hmm. local one, but you've seen it in school systems. You've seen it in administrations. Oh, I've, I've taught school in three different states. Yeah, yeah. And- it's a similar <laughs> unfortunately it's a similar problem in all yeah. three all three states um uh but yeah it, it's again it's coming back to living what you are saying right, right. uh and, and to you know i want as a teacher i wanted my principal to consider what i did in the classroom you know consider my situation you know it's one of me 25 of them sure i've got all these extra rules that are being this extra paperwork being thrown on me this and that you know and if i'm late with a with a with a deadline or something like that well hey you know i'm trying but you know can you give me a little bit of break here well then i've got a student that comes up to me and doesn't have his homework right right uh you know and you know, it, you know, it, it always happens. You know, I'm in a faculty meeting that morning, and I realize I'm running late. I'm running close on a deadline. I got to go in here and scramble. And then, sure enough, I come into class and, okay, everybody, turn in your assignment. And I, uh, Coach Lyle, you know, um, you know, I got a problem here. You know. And, and you know, I'm sitting there going, mm, yeah, okay, uh, yeah. And yes, uh, you, you got to walk the tightrope of accountability sure. versus. The, but there's also, hey. You know, I just asked my supervisor for a break. Right. I need to be willing to at least listen to this student mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then consider that. And uh, I guess as I got older, I got a lot more tolerant and a lot more willing to bend on deadlines. Right. Than I was right. early on in my career, uh, simply because I had to come to the well, – you know, I, I came to the idea and the understanding that there was a lot more to life than the classroom. Right, right. And if I expected my supervisor to do it, and I'm the supervisor over these kids, I need to be able to do that mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, my super, my principal had to hold me accountable. There was a deadline that had to be met. Uh, most of the times, because that principal's counting on me to meet their deadline. Right. <laughs> you know, it right. goes up and it comes down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, school, uh, the business world works the same way, I know. Right. Um, oh, it does. You know, and, and we and with each other socially. Right. You right. Want, I want you to be considerate of my circumstances when I, when I mess up or something like that. I need to be willing to sure. look at that. You know, 
I look at, you know, sometimes my boss gets me ir- irritated with stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I got to step back and think, hold it. Hold it. What's their world like? What's the perspective? You know, what's their responsibility? Uh, you know, for the principal, it's not only me. She's got, mm-hmm. he or she's got 35 other teachers that, you know, and they've got their own deadlines to the superintendent. And so they've got to, you know, they've got to push buttons and they've got to push this. Okay. You know, if I can get the perspective from theirs just a little bit, it might make me a little bit more patient with the response I'm getting from them. When they're pushing on me, there's a reason. Same way, you know, I've got, you know, when I tell the kids, when I tell my students, I'm pushing on you, there's a reason. I've got a purpose behind this. I've got to put myself in that same spot. Right. It's all about being fair and looking at those viewpoints. And now we're in media. And so the fact that we're in media, I want to say this from a very fair place. I love color commentary. I love somebody calling play-by-play, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. fun for me. That's where I would say this. When we say listen to their words, there, it's, there's a value in listening. There's a value in receiving something audibly. Now, Friday night, um, I did not have local football chaplain duties. I watched a game from a distance. I watched it on our big TV. I've been spoiled lately. I'll mm-hmm. put it on the TV, <laughs> and I'll watch it. Well, what we did that night was my son was at the game, and we watched it. And we love it because it's better than going to the game because on HD on our big screen, I can see him the whole time. Like he's right there on the sideline with his iPad, as we talked about earlier. And, and I love that. Well, as we're watching it, there was one feed that was our local feed, and it had all of the commentary for our school. Well, we realized at one point it was about 30 minutes behind on an internet lag. 30 minutes? Minutes. And so stuff was happening oh, in real time. Wow. We, so we were getting texts about it. Oh, that's a crazy end of quarter. I'm like, dude, the quarter just started, right? And so we switched over to the local feed of the the school we were playing the away game. Here's what was crazy, Coach. They had no color commentary. It was the game and the speaker announcer from the school. And so you weren't listening to words. You were watching action. You were watching it take place. Well, that went over into the next day. The next day, I told you, college football mm-hmm. day, there was an ESPN stream where on one you could have the color commentary – on another one, it was the game cam where there was no right. commentary. And one of my kids said, you ready for this? Let's just do that one so we can watch the football. Well, it tore me up as somebody in media. We talk, coach. We broadcast. Oh, we, hey. we, we do it. And, <laughs> and that's like when my kids tell me they don't like commercials. I'm like, wait, you like living indoors and eating food, right? Mm-hmm. Like commercials pay our bills. And so when when I looked at that, I realized what they were saying, though, when you strip the words away, we're focusing on the action. action. When you watch game film, you're not as concerned about the color commentary. That's right. You're, let's see the action. And so both have value. Mm-hmm. The word, we're not trying to say on today's episode that words don't have value. We're saying that words lose their value when the actions don't match up. And so when that doesn't happen, as we say on Circle Unbroken, churches can be ruined. As we say yeah. this on Circle Unbroken, businesses can falter, communities can be depleted because people lose hope. 
And so we want to challenge you today as we finish our show. We're glad you've been here with us. We want to challenge you to look in the mirror and say, what are some of the words that I've spoken recently? And with the words that I've spoken recently, just be honest. Do my actions match? Are they, are they powerful? Do they weigh up? Do they line up together? Yeah. Also, but, but, but take that from the other direction when I'm the one listening, when I'm the one receiving, listen with your eyes open, mm-hmm. you know, and pay attention to whoever's in front of you. Right. What do they do against what do they say? And that's going to tell you an awful lot of what you can count on and what you can trust. As together we stand and sing here on <laughs> Circle Unbroken. Catch you next time.